has been paid for by the New World Order. Listen up, you blind slap nut. If I can be serious for a minute. This is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. The real reason I came here tonight is because we are live! We flex on and girls, children of all the ages, we are back after a lovely Thanksgiving weekend. Sorry we weren't here last Saturday. We were supposed to be, but Thanksgiving on the brain put me in a in a Thanksgiving comatose to where I completely forgot about this. My bad on this, but we are back. It is Thursday. It is time for the Wrestling Weekend Review Show here on the Flex Network. I am the snowman, and damn, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the last two weeks. We had Survivor Series. That was okay. It was good. I mean, we got to see the finale of The Dead Man the last time. It was a moment that everyone can say there is crying and wrestling because damn that was that was a tearjerker we had winter's coming last night omg that was crazy we're on the road to take over war games for t- this weekend We had Raw, we had SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite. We had a lot of things going down. But man, let's, let's, we got to get, you know, compact here because we got a lot of stuff to unwind over the last two weeks to get you guys caught up. If you've been missing the shizzo, because you know how it is, because it is just two. When you watch wrestling, but man, oh, sorry about that. I had to take a drink, but yeah, and we also had some sad news, and we're going to talk about that as we're talking about what went down on the wrestling weekend review show here with the news. Thanks, CG Corey, for checking in. The snowman is back. And it's December, so that time, it's freezing now. It's starting to get cold around here. I might have to start doing some festival stuff around here, you know, some cold stuff. But but nonetheless, let's get into it. We have a lot of stuff to cut, recover over the last two weeks. So let's get into it with the news report. Actually, you know what? Before that, if you're watching this on YouTube, you should be. But make sure you guys check that out every Thursday. Of course, when you guys recap this on uh, Spotify or your podcast or whatever, you want to get the feel of a live show. But 
I got to do this. I haven't done this in a while because on Thursdays, I like to do this because we are live. Yes, we're live on YouTube. We're live on Facebook. We are live on the Twitter. So check on in, you know, ask questions. I can give you probably give you some answers. But let's get into the news report for the week. Actually, the last two weeks. That uh, we're actually going to kick things off with a, a sad note because yesterday, a long time WWE employee, the first ever Intercontinental Champion of the World, the creator of the Royal Rumble, the man, the myth, the legend, the first ever gay wrestler that has actually come out you know, the first person you know I would, I would think but a very long time coming but Pat Patterson has passed away at the age of 79 yesterday it's so sad the man has you know created you know of course he helped create the Royal Rumble he was the the guy the genius who said let's have a Royal Rumble you know a battle royal is not enough you know where everyone's in the ring at one time let's have a match where First, you know, every, you know, two people start out in the ring and then every 60, 90, you know, uh, 90 seconds. Yeah, yeah. 90 seconds, 60, 90 seconds, depending on what year it was. Another person would walk, you know, be entered into the ring. And then it continued until 30, uh, you know, all, you know, there was 30 people. Or in one case, we had the biggest Royal Rumble and we had 60 but we get narrow it down and we make them the winner of a Royal Rumble. And then years on later was changed, added on that the winner gets a title shot at WrestleMania in the main event. I best know Pat Patterson at, you know, as a lot of you, you know, who watched the attitude era, who was in attitude era. He, he wasn't the first intercontinental champion, you know, the first ever intercontinental champion, in history to you guys. He was to me what he was to a lot of people. He was Vince McMahon's stooge. He was one of the stooges that every single Monday or on a pay-per-view, you know, depending on if McMahon was there, you know, involved with Austin, he would get stunned. He would get beaten up by Stone Cold Steve Austin. But it is such sad that we had to, you know, say goodbye to Pat Patterson. Uh, it was just, you know, super sad yesterday to hear that the man who was the first ever Intercontinental Champion and, you know, the man who made the Royal Rumble, who, you know, put, even put into Vince McMahon's ear, he's like, you know what, let's make, have an Iron Man match between Shawn Michaels and Bret the Hitman Hart at WrestleMania 12. He's the one who put the, the bug in that ear that these two men need to be in an Iron Man match, but it's just sad. Uh, again, passed away at age 79 yesterday on Wednesday, December 2nd, 2020. Uh, another, you know, horrible, sad passing away in the year of 2020, the worst year ever. Rest in peace, Pat Patterson. Thank you very much for everything you've done. Um, moving on, let's get on to some brighter news because. 
I mean, we got a lot of things. Uh, Braun Strowman, if you guys remember, you know, obviously we haven't been saying it, but uh, after Survivor Series, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, uh, Braun Strowman suspend. Braun Strowman is suspended indefinitely. AKA, he is injured. He is out with a knee injury, so he is going to be out for a little while. We don't know the extent of the knee injury if it's you know requires surgery or if it's just it's just beaten and battered and bruised, and he just needed you know it was causing him problems. So he's going to take some time off. We don't know what the situation is with that. How long he's going to be out for? Um, Jericho, yes, the demo guide of AEW has some new merch available. He has launched the Painmaker Collection. It looks pretty sweet, man. It's just, it it represents his time in New Japan pro wrestling. You know, in New Japan, uh, when he was there as a young lion, and then when he came back, you know, so it, it looks pretty sweet. Just very sweet. Uh, you guys to go check that out on painmaker.store. Check that out. There is some great Chris Jericho merch that he has there of his own creation. Go and check that out. May get some stuff, you know, last minute stuff for uh Christmas. Oh yeah. Uh other news, you know, we're we have a lot of news, so I'm trying to go as fast as I can. Uh Seth Rollins, of course, we all know he's gonna be out. For the birth of his child. That's why we saw him at Survivor Series. Obviously getting the, the bro kick square right in the face. And offering himself as a sacrifice. So he is going to be gone for, you know, of course, you know, time for him to be gone. So he can enjoy his time with his wife and, or well, soon to be wife, I would say. Soon to be wife and his unborn, you know, his child that they're going to be bringing into this world. Um, though we don't know how long he's going to be out for. He may be going to be come back maybe about January, maybe about Rumble time. So it's up in the air. Uh, we don't know yet. It's not if you know, nothing's been tossed out there for anybody to, to nibble on. Uh, Austin Creed, a.k.a. Xavier Woods. He is been announced as a new host for the returning G4 programming. That That is just so sweet to see that Austin Woods, or sorry, Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, host of Up, Up, Down, Down. You know, everybody, everybody love Up, Up, Down, Down. Go and check that out. Uh, he's going to be return, you know, joining the G4. You know, if you guys remember, that was a, like a video game channel on, you know, TV that it was, you know, they had all these, you know, different shows, Attack of the Show. Um, they had, oh, sh they had, they had Ninja Warrior on there, like the original when they were in uh, Japan. And then they started doing like the American, the early versions of American Ninja Warrior that was still in Japan. But yeah, they just had a lot of you know interesting shows on that network. Um, but it was you know mostly around like video games like Xbox, Attack of the Show. So just a lot it's great to see that that network is coming back and Austin Creed is going to be joining that network as a host. So he's got a lot of his plate now. He's got up up down down. He's got you know defending the WWE World Tag Team Champions on Raw for the Raw brand. 
and he's got this new gig. So it's gonna, he's going to have a fully loaded play here, ladies and gentlemen. Or is it going to be awesome? Um, Bella Twins are looking to make a comeback uh, for those those women's tag team titles. Uh, I know we've said this in the past before, but it looks like it's not going to be anytime soon. So whole, you know, everyone out there that is freaking out, that is, you know, pushing the panic button or the, we don't want to see the Bella twins right now. Hold your horses. They're not making an immediate comeback. I mean, geez, they're still in mommy mode right now after just giving birth and they still got other things that they want to do. And of course with the world right now, as it is, I think they can hold off on what's, you know, coming back for right now, but they are looking to come back and capture those, you know, for another, you know, for one more run to go after those women's tag team titles should be interesting to, you know, for these future hall of famers, you know, obviously once we get, Somewhat back to normal to where we can have fans in the stands and we have people coming to the shows. We'll have a Hall of Fame and we'll have, you know, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a big Hall of Fame. We're going to have a big old one because we're going to probably have one for this WrestleMania when we start getting an announcement and it's going to be combined. So just a lot of people are going to be ending up in the Hall of Fame, you know, soon. Um, Here's a name you guys haven't heard, you know, heard in a long time. Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner and Rick Steiner. Now, why would I be saying those two names, those Steiner brothers? Well, the son of Rick Steiner recently got a WWE tryout. Uh, Bronson Winchester, a.k.a. the son of the dog-faced gremlin. Rick Steiner got a tryout recently. Um. He was signed to the Baltimore Ravens earlier in the year, but he was cut from the team during training camp. So I would not be surprised, you know, to see. Hold on. I would not be surprised to see a Steiner bat, you know, on a on a roster somewhere if it's in WWE, if it's down NXT, if it's at AEW, if it's at Impact. <sighs> oh, we gonna have to talk about that, but. Um, or heading on over to New Japan for a short stint and, you know, getting some, getting some, uh, what's the word, you know, get some matches and training under his belt more. I mean, granted, having the son of Rick Steiner, the dog face gremlin, uh, would be freaking awesome for any company. Hopefully if he's, you know, just as good as his, his dad and his uncle, you know, I mean, granted, you know, it's Scott Steiner, the big bad boy daddy, the generic freak. That he is. And just if you guys remember back in you know the day, these got the these two were a powerhouse of a tag team. And they captured, you know, they captured every almost every tag team title out there, you know, beating all the legendary tag teams. So should be awesome to see down the road. Um in other news up in Canada, most likely in Toronto. At the Sky Dome, eh, this legendary place, the Sky Dome, you guys should all remember this, is the host of WrestleMania 6. You know, the, the mega powers explode. That one of Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan going at it for title or, well, title for title match, that legendary match, WrestleMania 18. 
Hogan versus The Rock, you know, World you know, Undisputed Championship, Triple H versus Jericho. That mega event right there. And the biggest attendance for a Raw in history at for a on a Saturday night special edition of Raw. Uh, at 41,432. Uh, it was on, it's on the network. Go check it out, guys. It's on February 13th, 1999. That was a damn good, uh, raw. It was on the road to St. Valentine's Day Massacre. It actually was the last stop before St. Valentine's Day Massacre and the steel cage match between Austin McMahon and the last man standing match between Rock and Mick, you know, Mankind. Yeah, it was just a lot of craziness, but there are plans or has been talk and has been thoughts of to demolish the Sky Dome, a.k.a. You know, what we all know you know, in the wrestling community as Sky Dome, uh, but it's now known as Rogers Center. It's the home of the Blue Jays. Um, and they are looking to probably just, you know, more, you know, is you know might get dis- demolished in the not distant future uh hopefully after covid is you know under our thumb and while there's a report from the Glo- Toronto's Globe and Mall recently that stated that plans are in place to demolish the Rogers Center aka the Sky Dome uh however stated that any plans to demolish the famous venue have been a um, hold have been put on hold due to the pandemic. So I, I'm going to have a thought about this, you know, before we continue on with, you know, last little, you know, the news quickly, uh, the sky dome. Uh, yeah, I understand your know, buildings that, you know, stadiums that don't cut the mustard anymore that don't, you know, meet today's standards of, you know, what fan, you know, probably are not getting enough fans in there to say the least, but, the thing with Skydome, I mean, it, it, it's it's a venue that has, you know, at least it looks well integrated into the city area. It obviously, I believe if I remember, I saw one time uh, a video that they have a hotel up there that in that's integrated with Skydome that there's a, a couple of the rooms that can overlook and see the ball field. Uh, you know, or the stadium, whatever's going on in there, and people can actually stay there, and they would be able to watch this. You know, what if there was a baseball game, if there was a Blue Jays game, they'd be able to watch a game. You know, it, it, it costs a pretty penny, you know, to stay in that. You know, those rooms, but still, I mean, that's kind of ingenious. You know, intuition right there for a hotel to be, you know, right, literally smack dab right next to the, the to the center or to sky dome and to you know sorry roger stadium you know roger center you know because it's technically owned by roger communications uh but i'm still calling it sky dome that it's integrated that you can uh you know for baseball fans that you know what i don't re- you know i know that you know there's probably a game going on you know let's see if we can get that room for or a couple of those rooms for the night and we could sit you know we don't we could drink beer we could watch we don't, we don't have to go to the, you know, sit in the side of the stadium, but we could stay in our room. We could, you know, chill out and watch it. It's like, that's pretty cool. But again, I mean, it's whatever the Roger 
Roger Communications that you know they own the stadium, they can do what they want with it. But I think and feel like this people of Toronto should have a you know an idea of like, you know what? Do we really wanna try to demolish this large, vast piece of you know real estate right here? I mean, I feel like you know, I don't know what's going on exactly. I don't know if Roger State, you know, Roger Center is feeling inadequate or if it's out of you know like things are not working it's like or if you know if it feels like it has that uh oakland a's stadium feel like it is just horrific to say the least where you got sewage coming up from into the clubhouse into the dressing room where things are falling apart. It's not meant to last this long. It was, you know, falling apart. I mean, you guys could go back and, you know, check out video and check out, uh, you know, stuff that was said about uh, Oakland Coliseum, uh, you know, AKA where the Oakland Raiders have, you know, used to play, you know, what? One, you know, two, you know, they came back to, and they left. I, like tw- two times where they literally they left, they came back, they left, they left, and they came back again, and then they left permanently for Vegas, and where Oakland A's are currently playing right now. So again, you got there is video and you know new stuff out there from down in the bay that you guys could go check out that give you a better description of what exactly how bad Oakland Coliseum is for today's you know action and everything so but i yeah until i find you know until i you know discover more of why they're thinking of like why tear down sky dome i mean if it still works i mean if you got if you get are able to open up the dome on a nice summer day and have outside you know technically have outside you know baseball like the seattle mariners do down here or in my area or and it's it's a a very unique you know arena that is very awesome so but again they own it they can do whatever they want with it uh hopefully it's something cool or you know whatever plans they have uh moving along from that now that i just went on a rant for that um it looks like oh yeah twitch and wwe again we're back to this this is the last thing we're going to talk about um WWE and the Twitch, uh, you know, third-party saga that has been going on. Apparently, there has been a outline of who and who cannot be on Twitch or use third-party third-party access stuff. Um, third-party, sorry, third-party uh stuff. You know, outside. Um, apparently, NXT is exempt from the main roster's ruling. So, uh, if you guys been watching, like. Up, up, you know, up, up, down, down. You'd see, you know, Chugs, aka Adam Cole, baby. Um, he's actually doing stuff on Twitch. He has his own channel on Twitch. He is actually looks like he's immune. If you've also been seeing like Dakota Kai, um, has been doing stuff. She has her own channel, and you know, obviously. The main it looks like N- NXT is exempt from the main roster's ruling about talent using third party content. However, the rule can change at any moment. 
as it is mostly a contract, a contract structure is the reason most of the NXT people have had no issue with the Twitch streaming while mid main roster has had a problem and the base pay is a bigger part of it. So that is what we're seeing. And that is going to be the news report for the week. Woo. But yeah, that is that is pretty much it. So let's get into the week in review. Actually, the 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 two time two week week in review. Uh, we're gonna start with the pay per view. We're gonna start with Survivor Series. But before we do that, if you've not been watching anything out there that's been going on on the shows, what's been going on on TV, and you're listening to this. Just be forewarned, it's time for spoilers. So guess what? You hear the woo? Woo! It's time for spoilers. So here we go. Survivor Series, we're going to be talking about it because Survivor Series was awesome. I mean, to a point, uh, we had a lot of things go down. I mean, not really a whole lot of shock and awe. I mean, to, to a certain point. But here's what went down at Survivor Series. Uh, we had an 18-man dual brand battle royal on the pre-show. The Miz wins it after eliminating Dominic Mysterio, thinking he won. Thanks to the Miz, you know, hiding, you know, sneaking, you know, sneaking under the ropes, hiding out till near the very end. Dominic went, thinks he won. Miz rolls back in, tosses him over, and Miz wins for Team Raw. So he is put one up on Team for Team Raw on the Survivor Series. Um, the men's five on five Survivor Series style match. Team Raw taking on Team SmackDown. Team Raw having AJ, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, Riddle. Taking on SmackDown's Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. Um, yeah, as we said in the in the news, Seth Rollins making the greater good sacrifice getting his head kicked off by Sheamus he gets eliminated first Kevin Owens not follow suit a little bit later Corbin gets eliminated Otis gets eliminated Jay Uso gets eliminated so we had a clean sweep for Team Raw as literally no one no one got eliminated what? That's just crazy to say the least. I mean, to think about it, we had no one from Team Raw eliminated. Team SmackDown fell apart faster than wet tissue paper. It was just bad. I mean, SmackDown, come on. You're just proving why you're the beast show. Just to say. Uh, so Raw wins a five-on-five Survivor Series men's matchup. Uh, tag team champions matchup went down. Profits representing Team SmackDown taking on the new day of Team Raw. 
and as the Raw Tag Team Champs. This match was the show stealer, guys. Literally, this was the match of the night, I would say, because you had the two best tag teams, the two teams that were running both brands, and these guys laid it all out on the line for everyone to see. Uh, fortunately for the New Day, SmackDown pulls up and bashes them in the face uh, as the Street Profits pull off the big win and win for SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown down 2-1 to one at this point. For the show, um, go on to the U.S. Intercontinental Championship. Bobby Lashley beats Sami Zayn via submission after Sami tried so hard, literally like a like a try hard on Call of Duty, just a supreme sweaty try hard to get himself just to try to get Bobby Lashley disqualified, to try to get the, the hurt business tossed out. You know, literally, you could see it near the end. Sammy was, you know, was trying to leave, and he inadvertently, not even inadvertently, just forcibly, forcibly uh, tries to trip over, you know, tries to trip over MVP to get himself. It's like, he tripped me. He hit me. He tried to get it. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, hey, he didn't touch you, son. Try again. The paranoia is getting to your head, man. Come on. But unfortunately, Bobby Lashley makes Sami Zayn submit. Uh, Raw up three to one on Survivor Series. Uh, the women's Championship match: Sasha Banks beating Oscar. This one was a good match, to say the least. I mean, we saw a lot of it during the summer. But I figure, you know, Sasha Banks's new attitude towards, you know, as the SmackDown champ rather than being the Raw Women's champ with her cohort. A Bailey or former cohort Bailey, uh, and running both shows like or all three shows like it's going out of style. But Sasha Banks pulls up the victory on Oscar, uh, brings it back to a two-three deficit. Uh, the women's Survivor Series elimination match, uh, Team Raw with the women's tag team champs Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. The replacements of Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce, and the surprise of the decade, Alana, on Team Raw, taking on Team SmackDown's Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Bailey, and Natalia. And you want to talk about batshit crazy and just pure what the heck just happened? This takes the cake beyond a shadow of a doubt. I mean, we lose first off. Bailey gets eliminated. It's the first person out. You know the team captain for SmackDown. Then we go on a literal just Peyton Royce gone. You know submission thanks to Natalia. Natalia's gone thanks to Lacey. Ruby's gone thanks to Shayna with a, you know getting pinned. Lacey's gone thanks to Liv. Liv is gone thanks to Nia. And then we're down to Shayna. Naya, Bianca, and Lana. Four, you know, three, uh, what? Two on each, or th what? Three on one. So we lose Shayna to DQ because she wouldn't let go of the choke. 
She gets DQ'd. Naya and Lana are left. It's two on one versus Bianca. Naya and Bianca both get counted out uh, outside the ring. And the sole survivor, the sole survivor of the women's Survivor Series elimination match is Lana. Lana won? What the f***? Literally, I'll play it again. What the f***? Help us, Lord. That was just literally. For instance, if you were to look up all-time bonehead plays, you would see that that was just a bonehead play for Nia Jax. I mean, literally, this is this person has, you know, Shayna and Nia have literally bullied Lana. She got in for a cup of coffee into the match, early into the match. Got some moves in and then tagged out, force tagged, and told to stay on the steps. You don't do a dang thing. I don't care. We don't care what you do. Just stay here. You don't move. And yet she's the sole survivor of survivor, the women's team. Yeah, no one was cheered for that one. That was just crazy, to say the least. But unfortunately for SmackDown, this puts them out as Team Raw will win the, the pay-per-view event. Uh, they will win it, what, one, two, three, four to four to three. As the main event, we knew it was going to be Roman Reigns taking on Drew McIntyre in the World Champions matchup. Um, and you know what? This one could have gone either way. Could have gone to Drew. Could have gone to you know to Roman before the Jay Uso came in and interfered. Uh, yeah, literally. I thought this was gonna be Drew McIntyre's night. Raw, you know, granted he got the world title back on the previous Raw, which we're gonna go through in a second. But the the plot thickens for the Roman and Jay. Uh, story, but yeah, it's just a lot of craziness. But Roman Reigns pulls out the victory for Team SmackDown as he proves he is the the world champ in the WWE as the Universal Champion. And that ends Survivor Series. Of course, we had Undertaker say his final farewell to the Undertaker character, at least, you know, just to say, but it was a very, you know, way, nice way to end the night. We had a whole bunch of superstars in the, you know, show up before the hand. And then they were like, you know what? We're going to give the Undertaker's his time. It's he's earned every single second of it in the ring by himself. Let's have it. So that was survivor series this past week. And, you know, to end off November, uh, let's roll right into Raw. As we know that at Raw this past week, we knew that, uh, actually, yeah, let's roll right into Raw this last, this not this last Raw, but the previous Raw to end the month. Actually, no. Before, sorry, I'm, I'm getting confused in my own time. It was... It was two weeks ago on Raw. Sorry, it was the 23rd. 
we're all 23rd. That literally just a lot of craziness on my end. Um, her business, you know, lost to New Day, so they couldn't represent as tag team champs. Uh, at Survivor Series, we had wait a minute, I think I got nope, yep. I, I, I'm on the right pr- pr- frame of mind here. Uh, we had three triple threat number one contenders matches to determine number one contenders. Uh, sorry, a triple threat number one contenders match for this last week's Raw to end the month on November 30th. Uh, we had one-on-one match. These are one-on-one qualified matches for a triple threat this past Monday. Uh, Riddle defeated Sheamus. That was an actual shock surprise. Um, we had Keith Lee beat Bobby Lashley thanks to a disqualification. So he moves on. And we had AJ Styles beat Randy Orton thanks to a little distraction from... Um, he must not be named because if he does, we're going to go to the Looney Asylum. That is a fun house. So I'm not going to ne- mention his name on here because then I'll kinds of chaos would be going on um alexa bliss taking on nikki cross bliss wins in crazy fashion like i i am falling in love more and more in love with the fact bliss and the fiend or slash bray wyatt are killing it as a team right now in the firefly funhouse it has literally just been a a dream to see on TV every week. It's been fun to see. Um, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah. We did not have another table. Literally the table streak has ended at nine. We didn't get a 10, which is sad for Lana or actually sad for Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. Cause they had a great thing going, put Lana through a table, but they missed their opportunity at survivor series. They missed their opportunity on raw on the 23rd. Uh, they lost their tag team action to Oscar and Lana, which even shocked, surprise that one happened. Uh, Dynamite. Let's end Dynamite. This not again. La- the last one of November. Uh, Hangman Page taking on John Silver. John Silver loses to Hangman Page. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, aka Will Hobbs, taking on Lee Johnson. Uh, Hobbs picks up the victory. TH2 defeats Top Flight in a tag, great tag team action last week. Last week, uh, Inner Circle six man tag beaten SCU. Or actually, no, no, it was tag team action. Sorry about that. I'm like, Bleh. uh, Hirokashida defended and retained her. AEW Women's Championship against Anna Jay. And of course, at the final match of the night, a returning pack and Phoenix defeat Butcher and the Blade in tag team action. Um, To end the month of November for AEW was a great, it was a good show. Uh, of course, looking to build off to uh, last night's show, Winter is Coming, to kick off the month of December, which we're going to talk about in a very short bit. Uh, NXT last on also on the 25th. Uh, we had Cancelade defeat Ember Moon. Uh, we also saw more members join Candice LeRae as Tony Storm joined the crew. Um, Kushida defeated Timothy Thatcher. 
Cameron Grimes defeated Jake Atlas, and then in a ladder match to, to decide the advantage for the men's war games uh, match, the advantage of which team will enter in last uh, and who will be dreadfully entering uh, first was decided as Pete Dunn defeated Kyle O'Reilly uh, thanks to a mysterious unknown person, which we're probably all thinking it's Pat McAfee, even though he said, and of course his goons in Kings of NXT said he was not there. Um, the ladder match was great. Uh, so we know that the Kings of NXT have the advantage in the men's war games match should be an awesome war games match to say the least this coming Saturday. Uh, on this, yep. Actually, sorry, make that Sunday. I forgot it's <laughs> Sunday. They moved it to Sunday. Um, so let's get into this week. Or actually, still got last week's SmackDown. So now we're back on the normal train of thought for a normal week. Um, SmackDown last week, first one after Survivor Series, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode defeat the Street Profits in a non-title match. That one was a real shock to the system. Uh, Profits have been high up with these guys. I thought there was no way that they're going to lose to Ziggler and Rude. But, of course, you know, every so often there's got to be a loss in there. Uh, this gives Rude and uh, Ziggler an opportunity for a future SmackDown World Tag Team title match. Should be very good to see. Uh, Sami Zayn defeated Daniel Bryan via countout. Uh, didn't really like that match a whole lot. I mean, the whole you know losing via countout and the fact how Sami Zayn. I mean, Sami right now has been uh, an interesting feat on SmackDown to see. You know, with his you know paranoia, you know, trying to prove that he's the champion, that he's you know just. You know, it's just funny and interesting for me to see every week. It's just, but losing, you know, having this match and the count out is just kind of like, really kind of stupid. Uh, Bianca Belair taking on Natalia. Uh, Belair beating Natalia. Uh, nothing really interesting to say about that. Uh, Murphy taking on King Corbin. And then main event, Jay Uso taking on Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens picking up the the win via disqualification. And then just laying waste to Jay Uso as he, this is putting him in line for a, for the universal title shot down the line. Hopefully we'll see that at TLC. Uh, Raw this past week, the last one of November to end the month of the turkey uh jeff hardy and elias in a symphony of destruction match this was just crazy from the word go uh of course jeff picks up the victory uh he's okay after his uh i guess after that last uh swanton dive off the off the corner through the table and it looked like he hit the back of his head off the steel steps he says he's good he's okay so I mean, it was just a crazy match. I mean, you had all the Symphony of Destruction, you know, all this musical instrument instruments as weapons. It was crazy. Um, uh, Slapjack taking on uh, Ricochet. 
and Slapjack beating Ricochet. I have seriously been saying this on the shows every week that Retribution has is weak. Is like severely weak. They've been handed a weak deal in how they're handling and how they're doing things right now with all their stuff that's going on from their look and everything. I seriously do not see these guys as a threat to anyone unless, you know, there, there's gotta be some serious changes with, with the retribution. I mean, there's gotta be something drastic done. I mean, to say that we're serious about, this is a serious group and it, it just, it's just a comic joke right now. And they're trying to be serious, which is bad. Uh, Dana Brooke beats Reckoning, a.k.a. Mia Yim. Um, yeah. Again, I mean, just coming off the Survivor Series, you know, before Survivor Series with the attack, uh, just payback right here. Didn't really, it was just like, eh, not really all that interested in. Uh, we had the triple threat match to determine the WWE Championship opportunity at TLC. AJ Styles, Keith Lee, and Riddle. And this one was all that I was cracked up to be. It was a damn good match. Uh, thought that Riddle, or sorry, Keith Lee was going to take it and run with it and have a championship opportunity at TLC. But unfortunately, it is the phenomenal one picking up the victory. And he will be moving on to TLC for the WWE Championship. Uh, and... Miz had a prime opportunity on Raw to get the title off of Drew McIntyre. But, I mean, even beforehand, you know, during their tag team match with uh, Drew versus she and Sheamus taking on Miz and Morrison, uh, Miz had an opportunity after the match. I mean, it was a good match all around, but thanks to AJ Styles interfering and giving the victory to Drew and Sheamus, Miz had an opportunity to cash in, but yeah, just a lot of calamity and miscues for the Miz to cash in money in the bank and get that WWE championship off of Drew. So that was raw. It was okay. Raw for the first raw or the second raw after Survivor Series. It was decent at least, but now we're heading building towards tables, ladders, and chairs. Uh, let's get into NXT, the last NXT, before we head into War Games this Sunday. Uh, Leon Ruff and Damian Priest taking on Legado del Fantasma, San you know, as Santos Escobar and Raul Mendoza in tag team action. Man, uh, talk about, you know, but a lot of things going into this. You know, with the triple threat match coming up for the North American Championship, Damian Priest protecting his somewhat of an investment on Leon Ruff. I mean, granted, he helped him defeat Johnny Wrestling twice for the title and retaining it, which has been a calamity and fun as always to see. Uh, Priest and Ruff win. They pick up the victory. Uh I, I've I've been wa loving watching NXT, you know, and the stuff that's been going on. It's been very entertaining. Uh, Cameron Grimes defeats Austin Gray, uh, and you know, just you know, hyping himself up to get ready for the strap match that he's going to have. 
against Dexter Loomis. And then, all of course, Dexter Loomis comes out and just straps him silly with that strap uh, on Cameron Grimes. Um, Jake Atlas taking on Tony Nice and cruiserweight action. It was a it was a good match. To say at least don't have anything to say about it. Uh, Grizzled Young Vets uh, taking on Imperium uh, ended in a no contest. We didn't get a, a true fit, you know. Ending. Uh, I'm actually interested to see these two guys go out again without interference from. I forgot what their tag team name was. Literally off the top of my head, I cannot think of it. Um, and then of course, Shotzi taking on Raquel Gonzalez in a ladder match for the advantage in the women's war game match. War games match. Uh, this was awesome to see. Um, last ladder, the last ladder match was awesome. This one, of course, with the women has was even better. Uh, we had interference thanks to, uh, oh, I cannot, yeah, it's Candice LeRae's, uh, new room buddy. I cannot think of her name off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, given, the, you know, allowing Candace, Dakota, Raquel, and Tony, or sorry, Candace, Dakota, and Tony to get off their little perches to, you know, cause distractions and all course all kinds of chaos went ensued, and then we get to see uh, Iro Shirai come on the scene and attack Raquel, you know, and join in the melee and allow Shotzi to get up and go grab the briefcase to have the advantage for the women's War Games match. That was crazy, and War Games is going to be even more crazy as we now know the final member for Team Shotzi, which is going to be awesome. But you want to talk about awesome, and we're going to run down the card for NXT War Games in a small little bit. Uh, this past Dynamite, oh boy, this was just crazy. From the word go, I mean, they were hyping it up as the biggest, you know, dynamite of the year. And boy, did they knock it out of the park by no stretch of the truth. They bashed it out of the park. Uh, we had the, Di the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. Uh, of course, the last two in the ring uh, would is going to face next week. On Dynamite for the Di Dynamite Diamond Ring, uh, we had MJF, the defending ch winner of the ring, uh, Wardlow, Miro, Kip Saban, Orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy, Hangman Page, Sammy Garva, Private Party, Matt Seidel, Alex Reynolds, John Silver, Scorpio Sky. Man, we had a lot of people in this battle royal. A lot of interesting dynamics, of course, you know, inner circle. Just, it was a great way to open up Dynamite. But to say the least, uh, we got, we're going to get a great, uh, you know, match next week as is going to be MJF defending his the ring, taking on a freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy in this one-on-one -on -one matchup next week for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Uh, 
Uh, second match, we had Jericho taking on Frankie Kazarian of SCU. And boy, the, you know, to say the least, Jericho looking a little a bit in trouble. And, you know, with his uh, buddies in the inner circle coming out. And we had MJF holding the towel. Think he was going to throw it in. And Sammy say, you know, saves the towel from being thrown in and them arguing. Jericho able to get back up, knock Kazarian with the Judas, you know, the, the Judas elbow. And just yeah, just a lot of craziness as you know, Jericho wins, and we get to see, you know, Jericho issue the ultimatum, the ultimatum that Next week they're gonna, you know, they're gonna take a vote if this thing is gonna continue or is this going is the inner circle going to be over, to say the least. Uh literally, just you know, it was good to see for NXT take over or sorry for dynamite this past week. I have done I still have NXT on the brain a little bit. Um Britt Baker taking on Leah Hirsch in one-on-one action. Leah Hirsch is a little, little some gun right here. Uh, little. I don't know why they're trying to hype her up as a little bit bigger, but because on camera she's little one. But she packed a little punch in her. But unfortunately, the doctor, a Britt Baker, pales as she, or sorry, prevails as she wins her match against uh, Leah Hirsch via submission. Uh, Cody and Darby Allen, the TNT champion, taking on Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks of Team Taz. It was a great matchup. I mean, we got to see Cody get into it. Uh, Darby, you know, getting some action on Ricky Starks. But thanks to Darby Allen, that coffin drop. Uh, Darby and Cody pick up the victory. And afterwards, whoo! Afterwards is where we get the craziness, you know, attacks, you know, thanks, you know, thanks to with Taz coming out, with Cage coming out, with Arn Anderson getting into it, double A, you know, getting in some shots, uh, Dustin Rhodes getting some shots in, but Lord, it pales in comparison because we had an unexpected surprise because. For the first time in nearly 19 years since the two, the last episode on TNT, Monday Night Nitro, the main event match between Stinger and the Nature Boy, woo, Ric Flair, Sting makes a surprise debut on TNT, on Dynamite, and is now all elite. He is now officially on Team AEW, and he just comes out, you know, with snow falling, new Titantron, new entrance. It's like, oh, it, it, it's just awesome to see the Stizinger is now on the black and gold team that is AEW. It was a great moment. It was a great night. Uh, for even just that. And they still had the main event. Um, 
So I guess we found now we know why Sting has been you know, was not uh, signed to WWE anymore with the Legends contract. We now know that he you know why Shop pulled his merchandise off the sh- you know off their site. Why you don't see Sting anymore? Uh, you know in the shop, you know the Stinger shirt. Uh, and the sweatshirts and stuff like that. We now know because he's now with AEW. He's, uh, I guess, he's a multi-year deal with AEW. Hopefully, they're gonna. He's, you know, probably gonna be used as a coach. Maybe get some, get a couple matches in for AEW. I mean, the first time we've seen Sting on TNT in 18 years since that final episode of Monday Night Nitro in Panama City Beach, Florida, against. I can't even do it the correct way, but literally against the dirtiest player in the game, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Oh, hold on. I just did it wrong. With Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Forgot the woo that was turned mic'd off on here. Uh, but yeah, literally, the this is going to be, a. Gr- hopefully we see some great stuff with the nature ball or with sorry with sting on the show on AEW. Hopefully he's gonna be used great. But now let's get into the main event of the evening with the AEW World Heavyweight Championship on the line. As we saw John Moxley defend against Kenny Omega. And surprisingly, we had a guest commentator, uh, Don Callis, you know, for those of us who know, he was uh, creative. You know, he was the network on ECW t- TV near the end. He was that villainous bad guy right there. He was the guy in charge of, uh, shoot, Truth or Consequences. I want to say, or sorry, it was the Truth Commission. He was that guy, the their leader. But, Everyone knows this guy from his time in ECW as the network, the TNT representative. He was just that pain in the butt there. But it's been a long time since we've seen him. You know, he's been on Impact. He's he's the color commentator over there. He's exec, you know, he's in charge, you know, one of the people over in charge over there. But now he's over here at Impact, you know, came to check out. He's also uh does commentary for uh New Japan, I believe. At least that's what I want to say. I know it's um, Kevin Kelly. I th- it's a couple other people. I, I for at least for the English version. But but anyhow, Kenny Omega, John Moxley, one on one, straight up wrestling match. This was an awesome match to see. Uh, from the word go, uh, literally this could have gone either way. Uh, Moxley, you know. I really figure he had this thing in control all the way through up until, you know, the, you know, he delivered the, the DDT, you know, the toss DDT to Kenny on the outside at the heaters. Uh, the ref comes in and is like, Hey, we need the doctor, you know, callus comes, you know, leaves the announce table, you know, has a microphone in his hands. Like, Hey, toss, you know, Mox tosses him, tosses Omega back in the ring. Uh, and you know cr- the craziness starts there. I mean, Cal, you know, Callis, you know, tries to like, hey, he's hurt. 
you know, tries to get Mox's attention, gets decked for it, toss, you know, Callus tosses the, I guess, tosses the mic over to Kenny. Kenny uses it. V trigger, V trigger, V trigger, one winged angel, and Moxley is no longer your AEW world champion. And he and Callus got out of Dodge as quick as can be because they didn't want to stick around. And obviously, because we're going to find out why and what happened with this whole thing, not next Wednesday, but next Tuesday on Impact Wrestling. Holy snikes. I mean, literally, just what the f I mean. Literally, this has got to be an, this was an awesome, awesome way to, you know, get impact and, and dynamite and AEW kind of working together. I mean, dude, can you imagine we show up, we, you know, Tuesday, next Tuesday on impact, you got Kenny Omega, you know, of course, Don Callis, and they announced some deal that AEW and impact wrestling are going to be working together for the foreseeable future. We could see the reuniting of the 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 bu bu bullet club baby because we got the good brothers there as the world tag team champions on impact. We got the world tag team champions of the elite of the alum bucks of those young bucks, and we got the world champion of AEW, Kenny Omega. We got the bu bu bullet club right there, baby. On both shows, running the shizzo. That is going to be crazy. I mean, literally, I cannot wait to see what happens on Impact next Tuesday and what's going to happen next Wednesday on Dynamite. It is going to be freaking insane. I mean, literally, strap in, hold on tight, because this is going to get too crazy here. But, guys, we got to talk about what's coming up on Saturday with NXT. So literally NXT TakeOver War Games is coming up this weekend. Holy enchilada. We're going to have a lot. We're going to go through the card right now. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, well, I actually have some visual aid with me because, Shayank, we have the card for TakeOver NXT War Games is going to be awesome. Sorry, NXT TakeOver War Games is going to be freaking awesome this Saturday. We know one of the themes is going to be, you know, uh, shoot. War, oh, literally, I just had it. It was War Pigs, uh, Black Sabbath. That's one of them, you know, that they've been playing over the weeks. And, of course, you just saw the other one. Uh, can't, you know, off the top of my head. Uh, we're going to have a strap match for between Dexter Loomis, Cameron Grimes. That one has been a damn good, you know, crazy storyline with these guys from Halloween Havoc and everything going on with these guys. It, it's going to be a fun match to see. Uh, with the strap match, the NXT North America Championship is on the line with Johnny Wrestling, Damian Priest, and the current reigning and defending NXT Champion of the World. We have 
Hold on. And I just switch that math there. Uh, Leon Ruff is going to be awesome, to say the least. That's going to be one hell of a match. And then, of course, one-on-one, -on -one, we got Timothy Thatcher taking on Tommaso Ciampa in one-on-one -on -one action. And then, of course, the War Games matchups. That's going to be so good, guys. Literally, to say the least, we're going to have on for the women's side. We're going to have Team Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart, Amber Moon, Rhea Ripley, and the NXT Women's Champion of the World, Eero Shirai, taking on Team Candice and Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. That's going to be an explosive women's match this Sunday night. And then the men's War Games match, the Undisputed Era with Adam Cole, Baby, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish taking on Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, Danny Birch, and Oni Larkin, the tag team champions of the world, the kings of NXT. That is just going to be awesome, guys. Literally, I cannot wait to see what happens with TakeOver War Games. It is one of the best events of the year. And it should be a damn good blast of a time, guys. So go out and check out War Games. It is going to be sweet, to say the least. But I think that is just going to be it for me. We had two weeks of catching up to do here. And damn, we had a lot. So... I think that is going to be uh, it for me for this week. Uh, we going to roll on out of here. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this weekend's TakeOver War Games. Uh, and, of course, you know, it's the month of December. We still have the New Japan World Tag Team League going on. We have the best of the Super Juniors going on. We have the Super J Cup coming up next week. We're going to talk about that again. Uh, make sure you guys are ready for that one-night event coming up next Saturday. But, man, I I got I gots to go. So, uh, let's get this the last little bit out of here. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow us, The Flex Network. You can follow us on Twitter, at The Flex Network 1 on Twitter. For all of your fantasy football and football desires and wants and needs for that uh and of course for the wrestling side of the universe you should be following us at flex network underscore pw elite and of course you should be following us on our youtube pages uh just search on youtube flex network and the flex and flex network wrestling follow those for all your content needs and then of course I will be back here on Wednesday night for another edition of the NFL Week in Review show with my boys, Flex, Mike, and Cowboy Cam as we talk about what went down in Week 13 and look ahead to Week 14 in this crazy NFL season. And then, of course, I'll be here next Thursday to look again for another show for the Week in Review show for wrestling. I'll be here next Thursday again.
trying to think of what else. Oh, and of course, for all you podcast you you know listeners, if you are listening on, you know we're on Apple, we're on Spotify. If we are not somewhere where you get your podcast fix, let us know. We will get there. We will post there, and we will continue to flex our muscles right there. We'll flex on them. But that is going to be it for me for this week on the Wrestling Week in Review show. I am the snowman, and I will see you guys next week. Peace out. This has been the Pro Wrestling Week in Review show. You got some fellow Canadians. But when you're from Calgary. Where's that? Alberta, Canada. A one-way, first-class ticket to Larryland. What is it with you folks coming to Florida, stay in your own country? This is the Flex Network. <laughs> this is the Flex Network. Flex on them. Flex on everybody. Man! Why me? Why me? Why me? Don't blame Canada. Blame yourself. Feels like showtime every minute to me. I can't help it. No, 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 no. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Ta-ta for now. We're out of time. Good night on Nitro. The preceding announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Well, you're welcome, Jurassic slap-ass.